Salutations and welcome to episode two of this month of love. A little mini series. A little mini series, yeah. You know those kind of ones you have in a short space of time in like four or five episodes and it encapsulates everything, all the big stars are in it. There's a lot of like action, drama, love. Like one division. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, this is the equivalent of that for us. But this is September and this is the month of love. Week two. Week two. Progressing nicely. Mm -hmm. And for this week's show, we decided to look at the search for love. Yes, we did. <laughs> Thanks. Are you with us, Jojo B? I am with us. Jojo B still searching for love, it feels like, you know, even within a seven-year marriage. Right. But the month of love, every week we look at a different aspect of the world of love. Yeah. Um, and for this week, we are going to be look, focusing specifically on the search for love, the whole dating scene. Yeah, what it's like. Yeah. How it works. No, we, we spoke about Asian dating on last season. Um, and we spoke at length about our experiences in dating many years ago. It feels like a lifetime ago. Well, the... we've been together for 10 years in January, so it's been a long time. I mean, yeah. So was like, was the internet even around before then? <laughs> like, I, like that, that, that's how long it feels, but it's it was a very to, long like, time ago. Message boards and stuff. MSN. MSN. ASL, bruv. What's, what's he saying then? Isn't it? No, because it was chat rooms before that, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I was yeah. I never took part in that chat room culture. Chat rooms. Oh my god! It was always just dirty boys, dirty mm. men. Yeah. <laughs> and just having there were some pervy girls on there as well. Probably yes, probably. But yes, I just remember just telling my friends, "Don't meet anyone from the internet." Yeah. Don't meet anyone. How times have changed. How times have changed, <laughs> indeed. Um, but because we're a couple of old fogies that have um. But didn't even get a chance to go through the whole dating ring ourselves, which would have been fun and interesting uh, in like itself. Like online dating. Online stuff. dating. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, we decided to get a couple of friends of ours to come join us on this episode mm-hmm. to discuss their experiences in the whole dating world. Yes. Yes, indeed. So I'm going to introduce both of them right now. One of them is a familiar voice. You would have heard her last season on that very show on Asian dating itself. And that is Priya Muji, who's a columnist for Eastern Eye. How's it going, Priya? Hi, guys. I'm good. How are you? We are all fine and dandy in this month of love. All loved up. All loved. We're all loved up, oh. obviously. And we're trying to, you know, like, you know, transfer that love. That's all we to, say, anyway. That's all we say. Yeah, no, it's all a facade, to be fair. Um, and oh, no, all, we found out last week that we were made for each other. So. We did. We found Just, out we were compatible. Um, but listen back to last week's show for those people who didn't hear what it, that was all about. And we've also got Bina, who's joining us here today. How's it going, Bina? All right. Thank you for having me. I'm um, keen to have a chat about this because we have, this is something we talk about a lot. So, um It'd be interesting to see what everybody has to say. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. Yeah, it's going to be a feisty show. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm here to basically balance the equilibrium. I realize basically here I'm with three ladies, uh-huh. um, you know, and I'm going to I want to play almost like the kind of, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll not an umpire's role, but I will play like an adjudicator as such, you know, in this whole process. I mean, to be fair, I've got nothing to say because for the last 10 years, I've not had anything... I've not had those experiences. I mean, you better not have. So, no, I definitely haven't. So, um, I'm just really interested to hear what the ladies have to say about yeah. their experiences because it's, um, it's you know, it's a jungle out there, isn't it? It is a jungle out there. I sometimes wonder. An understatement, if... that is. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Well, this is what we want to hear from the two of you. The search for love. Like, how has that basically been? Well, actually, let's let's go. Let's talk about you guys right now. Currently in your dating lives, what are your respective situations? Are you are you actively searching, or are you just taking it easy and living the single life, the best life, as I'd say, basically? Yeah. Uh, or just like, are you looking as as such? Let's start with let's start with you, Priya. Um. So I'm single, very very single. Um. I've been single for a while now, since last year. Um, so I'm kind of kind of slowly getting in that space of getting ready to date. Um, mm-hmm. I've had probably like one date this year, which I was sort of wow. like, no, um, I'm not ready to date. But I'm kind of sort of getting back into um, the space of 
so sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I think, I think, I think the, sounds like one of one of the dates trying to get in from the door in the background. Sounds like. <laughs> um, so I'm in. I'm so sorry. Clearly, um, haven't been answering that guy's call. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of in the space where I'm trying to get into the dating headspace. I've had a little dabble with uh, dating apps, but nothing mm. like. I'm just stepping my foot out there just very little bit yeah okay okay what about you Bina what are you saying I've not really ever really done active dating I did for a little while Mm -hmm. Um, been single since like late 2019 and then obviously the pandemic kind of happened Yeah. Um, yeah I wouldn't say I'm an active online dater I've got a very different approach to this um, I wouldn't say a more successful, but definitely a different approach to this. So right now I'm kind of just, actually, I was talking to Priya about this earlier. I'm kind of in that very cliched place of focusing on myself. And I genuinely believe cliches are a cliche for a reason, because many people have experienced these things before us. And that's why they've become cliche. So um, I'm kind of in the headspace of, um, focusing on myself whilst still wanting a relationship in my life, probably more than ever after the last 18 months, mm-hmm. but very much just focusing on me. And how, how important do you feel that is in terms of, you know, the whole, like you can't expect someone to love you until you start loving yourself mentality of things. Has that been? I think that uh, one's a really tricky one. Like I have a lot to say about that subject just because I genuinely believe that um, people meet people because because of time, where they are in their life. It's not exclusively down to just loving themselves. That, that, that rhetoric or that story or narrative, sorry, that narrative is quite dangerous because a lot of people who aren't in, in relationships are kind of um, led to believe that they're not because they're not loving themselves. And that's not necessarily the case. Absolutely. But Focusing on yourself is so important when it comes to dating and relationships because it's such a difficult process. It can chip away at you. So you end up having to heal after every negative kind of experience because Mm. as you start to stack them up, you know, those kind of experiences feel worse. So you're going to have to heal from them. So that kind of focusing on yourself becomes really, really important. So I think that's where I am now. But I think you know, that whole loving yourself thing, that's a part of a, a different or maybe even a bigger discussion, but it's not exclusively of, uh, about what relationships are based on. Yeah. So you were saying that you um, that you have a different approach to everything um, in terms of dating. So you've dabbled in online or app yeah. dating, but you have a different approach. Do you mind telling us a bit yeah. more about that? Like what, what you well, do that, that might be different? Yeah. So I'm I'm 42. I can say that really slowly. Big up. Um, the 40s, the best time of your life. <laughs> Believe that. <laughs> and um, I would say probably in my mid-30s, I did the whole kind of online thing. That was when it kind of started. Um, and it wasn't as disgusting as it is now. Mm. Um, it wasn't wonderful, but it wasn't as horrible as it is now. Um, and, you know, I had some great experiences and some rubbish experiences um, but you literally just chalk it down to experience it or chalk it up to experiences but I it never it never fit well with me it never I was never comfortable with that process it felt like online shopping and you know box ticking and that's Mm. just me I prefer to meet people more organically and have conversation I don't I don't want to read somebody's bio data and I don't want to complete one and you know or whatever they're called you know I want to know <laughs> people <laughs> Love it. through conversation so I've kind of gone my way through the last 10 years kind of meeting people more organically mm-hmm. and that could be meeting people on the tube or at events or even on a night out and that happens less and less now um and obviously, especially because of the pandemic. So it's challenging for me right now, especially if I was to really focus on it. Um, but yeah, that's that basically sums up my approach to have a far more kind of organic in real life kind of approach to it. It is kind of bookmarked or bookended with 
online dating. So sometimes I might have spoken to somebody online and it might have fizzled out and then maybe bumped into them in real life. And then it kind of went on from there. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Just exclusively that because you feel like you're supposed to be doing something about it. No, completely. I completely agree in that way in terms of um, trying to meet people organically. But um, Priya, like you've spoken extensively about your thoughts on on apps and online dating. Oh, um, yes. What, now, <laughs> what is that like in terms of that experience compared to, say, meeting people organically? And as we've just discussed about the whole lockdown in the last year as well, um, how is that been for you in that whole process I know apps like disgusting as Bina said (laughs) exactly I mean my my experience is is different and you know Bina and I were discussing this earlier um that my experience is different to um Bina's where I have mostly online um I didn't actually didn't date much when I was in my 20s it was it was more like when I moved to London I was like oh freedom and I was like and that's when like tinder and stuff like came I mean Mm. I did date um you know I did have you know a relationship in my 20s but um it was more like I started dating dating like literally going out for drinks like once or twice a week with with just a random guy that I've exchanged a couple of messages with on tinder and gone out for a drink with them because they live 10 minutes away and it's like oh great okay cool um but it's, it's like you say, it's a jungle. It's it's gotten worse with time mm. because I, I'm I'm also 40 next year. So I think the uh, the whoop, the pool of guys is also getting smaller. It's like I don't I don't think I don't think I'm fussy. I don't think Bina's fussy. So I just want to have a good conversation, um, have an actual conversation, not just a guy saying hi or commenting on a body part or something that's um in a picture or whatever which is disgusting you have an amazing uh, elbow yes my elbow <laughs> my, my um my shoulder or whatever right um that's what guys do and the conversation is um this dwindling and it's like what's your number literally the other day I was trying I thought you know what it's kind of like sometimes you just go on there to dine bus and um mm. i said that so indian dine bus um go on there and it's like you exchange two messages oh i don't use this app much shall we move to whatsapp no i'm not interested in giving you my number um and it's like i think that day i was like deleting everything because i can't deal with this um so it is a jungle and it's disgusting and it's just like you want to have a good conversation and those conversations are more likely to happen organically than they are online. Don't get me wrong, there are good people out there, but I don't yeah. know where they are. <laughs> oh, bless. <laughs> um, do, you, do you feel like in terms of in that side of the dating world, like what's the kind of ratio of, of guys that are on there for one for like long-term relationships and looking for something in terms of wanting to settle down versus the guys that are just there for like hookups and stuff and just want casual the time pass yeah Yeah. the casual ones is there like is there is it like 50 50 spread or is there one predominant no no i mean the people that i've met it's like you can have you can just chat with them for ages and ages and ages and it's like well what do you want to like sort of meet up what are you looking for it's like it's always something oh no I'm busy today or it's sometimes it's it's exhausting it's exhausting and I would say it's like 90 10 like there's probably 10 percent of guys looking for um like a long-term relationship and even that 10 percent are looking for something they're looking for something specific and if you don't tick that box immediately, you get ghosted. Like they won't reply to you and stuff. Um, mm. It's really hard. It's really hard. What I've never really understood is like how you gauge the chemistry, because chemistry is you such don't. a kind of like a, an in-person thing, and I've never really understood. That's why I always wondered how I would have got on with with apps and stuff if I had ever had to do that, because. I you, you know you can you can, a lot of people can hold a conversation like so you can talk to someone for ages but then how do you how do you find chemistry how do you know how to not waste your time with someone that's why you don't you oh. don't yeah yeah you just, it's a risk different. each time 
And the chemistry comes when you meet, I think. I think if you have like a half decent conversation, this is where I've had a lot of very random dates where, um, you know, you've had half decent conversation. Oh, you know, this guy's, you know, whatever, he's got a decent job and, you know, he seems all right. You meet up. And then I think at that point, the chemistry comes um, rather than, because you're right, you can't gauge that chemistry from, you know, five. I think there's different, I think there's different levels of chemistry. So for me, I don't, I'm not that person that wants to go on a million first dates. I don't want to go meet a million different people. I don't want to spend three or four days a week meeting three who has the time <laughs> and the money is expensive exactly. oh my god it's so and exhausting but, and it's just the inclination as well like I just don't have the energy to do that. so I'm probably very kind of not cutthroat but super selective and that's all based on conversation mm. so like guys that I've dated if you put them in a lineup you wouldn't physically say that they've got loads in common because I very much base this on uh, personality or chemistry through conversation but yes definitely does that translate in person not always sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't sometimes it comes after um but I think it's different levels of chemistry and that's why conversation is so important and that's why online dating is so difficult because most and I, it's it's hard to not make a generalization and I used to think it was just me but when you're a single female you meet a lot of other single females and you talk to a lot lot of other single females. And I realized that it's not just me. This is a general thing. Mm. Men are terrible at conversation online or they're just lazy because they know that the pool is really big to pick from. Mm. So it doesn't work out with one, no matter how kind of amazing she might come across, there will easily be another one. So Mm. there's a huge kind of lack of effort so it does make it more difficult. This is why I try and avoid online, but it's not it's not easy to avoid because you do feel like you should be doing something. You know, if you speak to couples, if you speak to family, they're like, you know, well, you have to be in it to win it. And then somebody else will say to you, well, you know, spend your spend your life loving yourself and it will come to you. So it's like, okay, well, actually, maybe not, don't tell me what to do if you haven't experience this it is extremely complicated and it should be but it is um and it is really difficult so chemistry um for me I can gauge to a certain degree over the phone but I don't spend ages texting someone I'll have conversations with them I'll even FaceTime them I have no problem FaceTiming them and then I will decide whether I want to go out of my way to meet them Hmm. The thing is, I've always felt is, especially that we're, we're all a kind of similar age group and stuff now between a few of us. Jojo is the youngest. Mm-hmm. She's still stuck in the I'm not that far behind you, yeah. so it's fine. Um, but like, like, I'd have absolutely no idea where to meet somebody now. You know, like in, yeah. when I'm in my 20s and stuff, in my 30s, that was all that period of like going out all the time, socializing, yeah. restaurants, bars, clubs, that whole lifestyle and that culture. I've come to a point in my life now I'm just like, like none of that appeals to me. But if I was single in that point of time, like where would I meet people now? Where would I see people and kind of, I know you you mentioned kind of people you just see like if you're like out and about um, public transport or if you're at the gym and things like that. It's having the confidence though, isn't it? Yeah. To follow through with that. Have you ever, have you actually ever, either of you ever made those first moves on a guy basically to try to instigate a conversation in that instance? No. (laughs) No, can I, can I tell you an anecdote here, um, which is sort of related to what you're saying. I have no confidence in real life to go, I've never like tried or maybe I have and I've just got like rebuffed massively. Hmm. But (laughs) I remember I went to a yoga class once and um, it's yoga is mostly women, but there was like two guys there. And I, I didn't notice this. I mean, obviously, it's hard not to notice as a brown guy at a yoga class. And then I didn't really pay much attention to it. And then later on, I, this was maybe maybe three or four years ago now. And I was on Bumble and this guy, same guy came up on Bumble and then he matched with me and he goes, oh, you're in my yoga class. And I was like, well, why didn't you just speak to me in the yoga <laughs> class, <laughs> not on Bumble? It's like... It, like you say, it comes down to confidence of like yeah. talking to somebody. Yeah. But like, I feel like it's it is easier for a guy to 
go up to somebody who's like, well, I was like, well, why don't you just speak to me? And then, oh, no, it's weird. I was like, no, it's more weird that you've matched me and noticed that I went to the yoga class. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess guys can lack confidence yeah, as well. Yeah, well, just from the experience of a guy, I might as well put my two cents in here, obviously. <laughs> I've always been apprehensive a lot of the time i'm 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 quite a confident guy being out and about mm. like you jojo will know me obviously um you know i'm always quite confident and always open to chat to people but there is a different stage in terms of making that first move to speak to someone you know on, on the basis of being attracted to them and wanting to you know try to see where this kind of goes um and I, i've i've always felt like should I be doing this? What if I be? What if I would get rejected by this person? That's going to be a kick to my self-esteem. Um, you know, all these kind of all those thoughts that I'm sure you guys all have in your mindsets is almost exactly the same uh, as guys do as well at the same time. So, yeah. yeah, it's a massive gray area where you know you just want someone else to do the introduction for you. Like, this is my mate. Would you like to say hello and this kind of thing? And also, like from my, from those many years ago, I never used to get approached that much. But generally, when I did, it was by a skeezy man who I wanted <laughs> nothing to do with. And I think the good guys sometimes were a bit worried coming off as one of those skeezy men because yeah. um, and being a bit pervy. And a couple of times that someone nice did come up to me, I was just, I was a massive bitch. And yeah, then if, if they liked me enough, they persevered. But otherwise, I was just a massive bitch. I was just like, because that's I would a just, test would thing, assume. right? But that's that something is, that yeah. we can do to, to kind of test how legitimate or interested a guy is, right? Yeah, but, but also, add? it's not really fair yeah. on the nice guy, is it? It's just I used to tar everyone with the same brush. I just be like, you're all dickheads. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's not fair. From a male <laughs> perspective, do you, would would um does do men like women coming up to them? Do they want women to do it more? Because I would love a guy to like. And I've been very approached very rarely in my life. Mm. Not many people. I don't know what's moved something in my face. I don't know. But like, do men want women to come up to them and say hi? Like, you know, how do you even go about approaching somebody in this day and age and saying? you know, hi, like I've noticed you. Yeah. Do you know what, from a a guy's perspective, I think that's incredibly refreshing just because I like with me and Jojo, we've always kind of felt in terms of like the sexes, we're, we're living in an age of court of equality. And I think, I have no... Why are you laughing at me for? <laughs> I'm laughing at you because you know full well that I was the one that said, um, excuse me, what about she us? She did. She did. No, I'm not going to lie. She absolutely did that. And then, like I said, it was refreshing. And look, bruv, it worked, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, We've got a child now, isn't it? So pick up yourself. You made the first step and you made it happen. Um, but no, for, for me, like, I've always kind of felt that I don't have any qualms with going up to someone. I don't have any qualms with someone coming up to me to speak to me. You better if, do if, these days, though. Obviously, well, if some girl comes up to me right now in a, in a bar, you're going to allow that to happen, yeah? Please. Um, but no, I think like I think now we're we're living in a time where I think those kind of the past cliches as you said uh, there, Bina, where who approaches who and um, how, who instigates the first move and stuff like that. I think that can hopefully be at a, at a time where we can call that passe. And we're living in a time now where it should be okay to speak to each other. We mm. should, you know, we were speaking to Cool Deep last week um, and she proposed to her now husband, yeah, um, you know, to, because she day. was like, she was like, I'm making this happen. Yeah. Uh, he's not going to, he's, he's too shy and not as confident to do it. And I'm, if I want to get what I want, I'm going to have to make it happen and myself. that was like, I think three months after they met. Like it was very yeah, soon. Really she soon. knew, didn't it? She was sure. She was and sure. That's where I went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, there's like there's no there's no like right or wrong answer to all these things. But if you if you feel in your mind that you know what, there's something that's potentially there, but your own whether it's a pride thing, whether it is a confidence thing that's that's potentially stopping you from making any kind of move to what could be something really worthwhile mm. then you should put those inhibitions behind and be able to just like m- just go for it what I mean what's the worst that could happen we've always I think got- it's not I think it's, it's not that it's not acceptable I think it is acceptable and I think men are probably more open to it I've seen a lot of conversation around this but I think it definitely is a confidence thing and you know we should be viewing confidence in a different way now because you know we communicate more openly or differently maybe I think if you've been in, in this whole dating kind of rat race for such a long time, mm. it break you down. And nine times out of 10, a guy will reject you by somehow telling you you're not enough. 
So to then yep. take that baggage with you and then go and say to somebody, hey, I fancy you, um, let's do this. It's, it's not possible because you might have been insecure before, but now you're definitely insecure and you're not going to feel strong enough to do that. Yeah. I haven't yeah. asked anybody out, but if I, <laughs> this is probably not in the last couple of years, but I mean, I would have made it very clear if I was interested in somebody. Um, so and if they were smart enough, and I wouldn't be interested if they weren't smart enough to pick up that signal, if they were smart enough, then they would pick that signal up and it would move forward from mm. that point. I was very overtly flirty. I can be if I want to, but I've never asked anybody yet. I can't see myself doing that just because of this kind of conditioning. I so- have asked people out on dating apps. I will say that. Like I have said, hey, do you fancy grabbing a drink? Like, and actually, um, one of my really good friends, one of my like best male friends, like we met on a date, but then like, no. But I actually, I was the one that said, hey, do you, like, I've, I'm not doing anything. It's Sunday afternoon. Do you want to go and grab a drink? And it's like, most, I've done that a few times, actually. And um, well, there you go. I'm still single, but I wouldn't do that in real life. That's, that's the but thing. But that is I real mean, life. That, that is, is, that is, this is real life. life. We're not no, it's not, it's not like seeing a guy on the train and saying, oh, you're not wearing a wedding ring and you look like you're my age yeah. and yeah. you look nice. <laughs> I wouldn't do that in real life. I'd do that hidden behind a a phone because I can so easily just unmatch them or delete their number or something like then I can forget about it if I do that in real life that's going to be is gonna stay with me forever is it is it a turn off to see a guy not be confident or feel like they're too inhibited to make that kind of first move as well yeah I think so not not a turn off but you you do you know it would be nice if a guy said hey like let's make plans to have a drink like yeah I know I know great bar or if you've been talking about I don't know say you've been talking about you both like coffee or you both like wine it's like oh I know a great coffee place like let's go and grab a coffee like me it's kind of just making that effort Mm. which is lacking um it's just making that effort it's probably not even about confidence it's about how to say well do you want to grab a drink or not or like or even just hello like it doesn't mm. you know I think that would follow naturally if you got that kind of energy back from the other person but just saying hello I think would be enough I don't think it's a, a turn off that they don't but I definitely think it's a turn on if they do because expressing interest and taking control of that situation is definitely attractive um, and most women would respond positively to that unless you're coming off across as a pervert but if you were saying and I know that the lines are kind of blurred and you don't know I've had conversations with guys that are like you know who might not be as confident and they're worried that they come across pervy but actually just have a conversation if you have a conversation unless you're going to talk about something that is you know, perverted or you're behaving in an inappropriate way, nobody's going to take it that way. Just have a conversation and have a bit of understanding about kind of body language and energy. Yeah, that makes absolute sense. And we're going to carry this conversation across on the other side of this short break. Back on the other side, I'm Swami Barakas. And I'm Jojo B. And we are talking about the search for love and the whole world of dating. And we're joined by two friends of ours, Priya. Say hello, Priya. Hiya. And Bina. Say hello, Bina. Hi. Right. So we've discussed your experiences and how you guys conduct yourselves in the dating world. But why don't you tell us both about maybe a standout positive experience in your dating life so like maybe like you know you mentioned an anecdote previously Priya um in, in the world of yoga but one <laughs> that actually makes you smile whenever you think about it and what was so right about it why don't we start with um start with Bina first 
Actually, I really had to think about this for a while because you get so bogged down with the negative stuff that um, you, it's hard to think about the, the positive stuff. But actually, I remember one guy that I did meet um, on a dating site, actually a really rubbish dating site. And for is a it, long is time... It, is, it, is it a site that rhymes with yadi.com? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think I ever really used that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was another very fishy one. <laughs> right, fair enough, fair enough. Oh, <laughs> but, um, that fishy one. <laughs> yeah, that fishy one. Um, it's a bit of a meat market. Wait, but... can I just say, my brother yeah. met his wife on that fishy site. Oh, say. really? Oh, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not yeah. <laughs> well, there you it's go. There are success possible. stories to be said then Yeah. from there. I mean, my cousin met her husband on an MSN chat room, so, you know. Big up MSN. Do not cuss. Honestly, (laughs) the amount of people I've met on MSN back in the day, like lifelong (laughs) friendships through MSN. But it's weird. You know, MSN's a place where I made loads of friends and then lost loads of friends as well. Oh my God, the MSN arguments are the best. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, MSN. And then updating your status. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Changing your name to like, I hate Priya. (laughs) And going on appear offline. Going appearing offline. (laughs) And then 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 still being able to see the conversation. Going off and on so somebody would notice you. Oh my God, I did that so much. I think I I I actually did that to Jojo B on a number of occasions. I think you did. You know, before our days of courting. Um, but yeah, honestly, the kids of today will never know. Like the struggle was not. real. The struggle was the real. Joy, though, the joy. Joys, but yeah, it was the joy. fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was, I guess, before the days of like all these social media platforms we've got now. That was the original, the original, original yes. uh way of getting to know someone. Oh, weird way of weird way of sorry, yeah. we digress. Bina, please carry on. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm quite a guarded data, and I exchanged messages with this guy. A few messages, not quite, not a lot, um, and never kind of expecting it to go anywhere or to even meet him. Um, and I remember there was a long gap in having, you know, in, in exchanging in exchanging messages. And it was Christmas, and then he randomly messaged me on that site again, and he told me his uncle passed away. And you know, I'm a bit of a sucker for stuff like that. I, I'm a, a bit of a fixer, and I want and I felt sorry for him. We got into a conversation, and he was like just meet me I'm not scary just like you know it'll be a coffee and if you're not happy then we'll leave it at that and I don't know what made me do it um he was never somebody that could be a long-term thing and I would never usually meet somebody that couldn't be a long-term thing for whatever reason um but we met up he was late there was so many kind of things that happened he got stuck in in traffic caused by a road traffic accident oh, um, it was actually super early because I finished I was doing an event and I finished like super early so I got to, we were meeting at Westfield and I got there super early so I was I ended up waiting for about two and a half hours and wow. time, yeah <laughs> and then in that whole time there was this other creepy guy following me around Westfield so I was frantically texting this guy and I was saying there's a weird creep following me around if you're not here ASAP I'm going home anyway I stuck around this guy was casually just following me around Westfield and then the guy that was supposed to be meeting he finally got there and we were meeting at the restaurant now because it was so late um and um, I got to the restaurant and he must have got there just behind me and I was on the phone to him at the time because I was freaking out a little bit Anyway, he came in and we clocked each other. I mean, he was a good looking guy, but we clocked each other and instantly we were in fits of laughter because of the whole situation. And from that point on, it was just hilarious. That whole date was hilarious. We met a few times and I never even expected that to happen. Not one experience of meeting him um, wasn't a positive one it was very very funny the whole time so it was that humor and I when I do think about it, like he did the whole ghost thing I think all guys do that and, and then he came back and then he ghosted again but it was never um, it doesn't mind as a negative thing you know it was definitely a very positive experience and I do smile about it when I think back to it so it was the humor the whole kind of situation and you know it forced my guard down it was very funny actually Oh man, probably not funny at the time when you got some random creepy guy kind of following no. you in Westfield, obviously. <laughs> it was but... chucking it down outside and I was freaking out. The guy would not get the message. Oh, jeez. 
Jeez. I thought there was going to be a plot twist and you were going to end up on a date with the creepy guy. <laughs> what the hell? Me too. What kind of person <laughs> do you think Bina, What kind of girl do you think Bina is? Just when he saw tra- the film. Distracted to stalkers. <laughs> do you know what I mean? The stalker when was so fit the... though. <laughs> no, he was hot. He was like <laughs> oh, six foot four or something. Wow. And when, when the stalker guy uh, clocked him, he came and he gave me a hug straight away and the, the stalker guy clocked him. He He jetted out there so quickly it was ridiculous like it was hilarious that's what was so funny but yeah oh man well i'm glad you can look back on it with some kind of positive uh oh yeah it's hilarious (laughs) (laughs) what about you priya i think my positive dating experiences have been those dates where they're just so like low-key and casual and you just chat and th- those are the dates that like really stick out in my mind. There's one particular date that I went on um, and we just met. It was like a Friday. We just met after work at a pub. We were both driving. So we weren't, it's not like we were drinking or anything. And it was just like a random pub in Totteridge. And, um, but it was just nice because I, I was literally in like jeans and a black top. So I wasn't even like super dressed up. And like we both came from work. And we were just chatting and just ended up chatting for hours. We'd like had food and then we just and had like, we had like one drink because we're driving. Don't drink and drive. <laughs> and then we were just chatting oh, for ages and it was so nice and it was comfortable. And I think it was like, it was like a third date or something. But the, like, I, I think back at that date memory and I smiled because it was a, just, it was like a nice evening it was like spring summer I can't remember um and we were just chatting and I felt comfortable and you don't have to be like you don't have to go somewhere super fancy you don't have to be like super dressed up if you're comfortable in each other's company and Mm. you're like you know when you're on a third date it's like hmm you know this could go somewhere you know um and the, I think I remember having another date probably about maybe four or five years ago and I got ghosted afterwards. Like the guy didn't even contact me, but we had such a nice date. I think we met up in like West Hampstead and like he'd actually booked somewhere to go and have food. Um, and like we went to a pub and we went for food and then we just had like a nice little walk and I never heard from the guy again. But I remember that just being also a nice date because it was just, again, it was like, nice it was comfortable it was casual but yeah I think just like having that comfort value um yeah. is just it's just nice to have that yeah that, you know what if I just find bewildering and stuff and just hearing both of your respective experiences and and the whole like ghosting aspect of it and this is not just from guys it's girls as well where sometimes you have like a great experience like that mm. and then you don't hear from the person and you're just like so what what went wrong there? Like, you know, what exactly didn't you like about this situation that yeah. to 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 make you not want to contact me there? It's like you're in two different places. Then. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's that's what I find most kind of like, you know, just yeah, I'd, I'd just be demoralized from it. Because like what what exactly but from you this are do you demoralized. Mean? You are yeah. it's it's mentally draining and yeah. it happens so much. It happens so much and like much. I've got, yeah. and I've got male friends who I tell off for doing that I'm like don't do that um, have you ever ghosted anyone mm, interesting no 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 well this is not going to say it on the show are they do you know what I mean <laughs> no they've, they've I would ghosted, they've ghosted enough man between them don't even <laughs> no. listen to them please I'm but, really open. Like I would say boundaries, <laughs> and I would kind of just say this is not going to happen. I just and say, then, yeah, this isn't going anywhere. Yeah. Like I don't mm. see this going anywhere, so there's no point in continuing with the conversation. Yeah, um, it's a different. It's a different matter if like you're just chatting on Tinder or whatever, and they're not very nice people, and they deserve yeah. to be unmatched because there's a lot of people like that they're horrible people and it's just like no block report them i've had to do that so many times as oh, well wow. oh wow yeah oh yeah it's awful plenty of times i went through a whole phase of kind of sharing screenshots of the kind of horrible vile things that to us on dating sites it's like why do you think it's okay to speak to somebody like that whether male or female and the reality is it's not about hating men it's just that men do a lot of this and mm. other men 
hold them accountable. Like women aren't perfect and we do things wrong, but you know, women don't kind of go away to abuse men or strangers on dating sites. And they're either being inappropriate or they're saying very, very horrible things or degrading things. Um, and it's not right. You know, we're quite, um, we can handle ourselves and we're not prude or anything, but you know, there is a line. Um, so yeah, I went through a whole phase of sharing that, but back to the question you're asking about positive experiences. And I was thinking about it, even when Priya was talking that we've dated so much now that if you look back, there were, there can be loads of, and there were loads of positive isolated experiences, but they just don't go anywhere. That's, you know, very disheartening or it kind of just like, what is it that we're not doing um, mm. that we're following through? Um, so yeah, it can, there can be positive experiences. Unfortunately, the negatives kind of outweigh because they are so bad. Yeah. I remember something a guy said to me once on a site. Um, it was like, he just said, hi. And I was like, oh, I'm sure you can come up with a better opening than that. And he said, you're not hot enough me to have it was a horrible thing to hear and like Bina said it's not it's not an isolated incident that happens so mm. much mm. but where is the need this is what I've never mm. understood exactly where what's the need? the need some of the guys that behave this way you would not if you met them in the street or you know if you knew them if they're a family member or a friend you wouldn't expect them to behave this way but they do they behave pretty badly um, when it comes to dating they, and they think it's okay there was a guy that I saw on a dating site recently that I thought Priya would like so I said to Priya oh yes <laughs> you so I asked him I said to him look I think I've got a friend that I think um you might be interested in etc if you if you're open to it I'll, I'll swap I'll, I'll share each other's number and everyone was cool to I gave Priya um his number or vice versa I gave him Priya's number and you had like one conversation or yeah of- literally like one maybe like exchange like five messages if that and wow. and then he went ghost and then he he messaged me again and then he was just like um and I was like and wanting to meet up and I was like you just ghosting my friend um this is not gonna happen he's like yeah well she's not not my type well then tell her in a nice way just I wasn't like, that massively interested in him I just yeah. want to say that but it's it's the fact that they don't have the decency to even say like yeah I'm not interested like that's all but you have to say just sorry I don't see sorry I yeah. don't see this going anywhere that's all you have but to his, say all he wanted was something casual he looked a proper sido like Asian guy yeah all the- casual and he goes to me you know if you're looking for something casual I'd be I'd be happy to go into something casual with you I'm keen to meet you talk to you get to know but it will only be casual so you'd be surprised at the guys that are behaving in a way that you know somebody might find inappropriate and married guys as well for just wanting to hook up I just need to clarify because when someone says casual that just means that I'm in bed basically (laughs) like what yeah yeah wow yeah People are very upfront about this these days. And married guys, the amount of married guys so as well. Yeah. It's painful, yeah. like so many married yeah. guys. And they're becoming more kind of open about it now. They'll say that they're married and they're just looking for a bit of a side thing. The amount of propositions I've had, like like one super rich guy who was offering to sort me out with a flat and a car just to be a bit of a, uh, just to be his side piece, like long-term side piece. I mean, I'd take the flat right now. <laughs> right, right, like, have you got his details for me, potentially? I'm just like, because we're looking for another property. Um, so this could actually work in quite nicely. It's like a proper old-fashioned mistress, though, isn't it? I'm going to set you up with your own yeah. home. Yeah. I drop in whenever I fancy yeah, That's, like mob, that's mobster nice, shit. Yeah, that's what the old mob does. Nice perfume, smell yeah. nice when I come around. What? <laughs> But if you look to his Facebook, like he's a proper family guy, got two kids, like wow, stuff is all positivity and you know, family is everything, family first, and you know, that's what you see on his Facebook. But this is what he's doing on the side, and I wasn't the only one, he was very open about his indiscretions. Jeez, he's not the only one, he might have had an open marriage, I guess, then maybe, but I doubt it, definitely, very much doubt that, very much, definitely not. Yeah, it's like, I think we're living, unfortunately, in a time, and, and it's not just in the dating world, where across the whole social media platforms everywhere, where people are just 
think that it's okay to say whatever they want to say. And we've obviously yeah. been in a year of lots of unfortunate racial abuse towards footballers. There's been all amounts of kind of a misogynistic abuse that we see all the time, unfortunately, now on social media. And then the dating apps and the online dating world, unfortunately, gets pushed under that same umbrella. And so guys and girls are able to do exactly the same thing to think they can talk a certain way because it is behind a computer screen or it is behind a phone um, and not taking into consideration people's feelings, especially in a situation like this where guys and girls are incredibly vulnerable anyway. They're putting themselves out there yeah. in order to find people, in order to find a potential other half. And, you know, the people just like, you know, they they find ways to abuse that, you know, and I think that's, yeah, it's it's horrendous and it's, it's a difficult time in the search of love, I guess, more than anything else. Yeah. If if you could uh, describe the perfect man, perfect partner for you, what qualities would they have? What are you looking for? Maybe we can sort something out through this. We got listenership. Yeah. So, what are you looking for? Like, what's the what's what are the essentials? And, and you know, these things, they're, they're, everything's subjective here, yeah, I guess, exactly. you know. You've got your own opinions, obviously, on what what you find desirable, whether that's looks or personality, whatever. Like, what qualities do you do you want? Ina can go first on this one. <laughs> 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 Let me write my list. Oh, yeah. I don't even have a list, to be fair. <laughs> I definitely, um, like, I, I, sounds, I, I sound like... Um, What's her name? Luna Lovegood. I always say she's gonna she'd be my Harry Potter character, but um, but eerie theory. But um, I definitely work on energy, and I just want somebody to vibe with, and somebody that if doesn't ha- they don't have to have similar interests, but you know is interested in my interests and interested in me, and we can have good conversation, and wants to be um, a part of my life in the same way that I want to be a part of this. I'm a very simple person. I. You know, and I genuinely believe that, like, not simple is stupid, by the way, but simple, (laughs) (laughs) but simple in that I just want to genuinely be able to um, vibe with someone. So it's definitely an energy thing. But I think any specifics is just somebody that's positive and that wants to kind of just, I don't know, embrace life and if you follow me on Twitter, then you probably don't think I'm very positive, but I genuinely am. I can agree. Bina is very positive. Yeah, she's a I positive am. person. Yeah, I am. Just somebody <laughs> with a, a bit of a sense of humour and that energy and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, there's no kind of huge specific. Uh, I've, I've, cu- I've definitely vetoed or cut out short guys. No more short guys because they're the worst. <laughs> Sorry to all my short listeners out there. Sorry. She does, Bina but doesn't not really sorry. mean it. She's a uh, minimum she's five for eight for Bina. Minimum yeah. five for eight. <laughs> I've de- I, I think they've been the most toxic out of all the guys that I've dated. So you can blame your no generalizations here, eh, Bina? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, this is genuinely based on experience. They have wow. been absolutely the worst. And actually, I've shared this on Twitter a couple of times recently, and it's probably got the most engagement more than anything. <laughs> where is that people from, are, is that from shorter guys by any chance? No. Angry responses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's women who are agreeing with me. So, like, yeah, sorry, and you know, blame um your fellow man or your predecessors, but no more short guy. <laughs> no matter how horrible that sounds. Wow. Those were the low center of gravity. So sorry to the guys out there. Uh, sorry. <laughs> My old flatmate was five foot two and she went on a date. She was set up like a, through the family. She went on this blind date and this guy turned up who was shorter than her. Shorter than five way. foot two. The funniest thing she said to me when she came up. She goes, I heard him coming before I saw him because his heels were going clip clop clip. He was wearing God. Cuban heels. God. Jeez. It's a great look. Oh, oh the funniest thing I remember living with her. We got so drunk that night. Anyway, Priya. <laughs> I mean, like for me, like, you know, I'm quite a creative person. So I for me, I want somebody that gets that. And like sometimes I just want to go into my hole and just write and I like I need somebody that gets that I need somebody that gets me and like gets the fact that sometimes I would just be talking rubbish about like the amount of times I've called Bina I was like Bina I've got this idea about like something I'm writing like and I did that and I did that with 
people I've dated in the past and like they get it and that's what I want I just want someone that gets me I would like somebody that's taller than me if possible <laughs> height is a thing isn't it yeah you guys are height you know, Asian <laughs> men are like I mean I'm not like I'm not like um, your words Priya limited to race I'm not limited to race it's not just brown men that would date I would date anyone but like yeah. brown guys I'm like Five mm-hmm. foot six, five foot seven max, right? <laughs> and I'm what? five five. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Five foot six, five foot seven max. So many guys on dating. Okay, not all of them, but there's a lot of short people out there. Um, I'm sure. And, you know, and I'm like an independent person. Like, you know, I, I moved home during lockdown, but like, you know, I live on my own normally and stuff. And I, I need somebody that's independent. That's not going to like stop me from being independent as well. So um, yeah. So I think that's it. We don't have like a massive list. I don't think. Okay. Well, those guys if under five foot eight need not apply, I guess. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, have have, like, it's just nice to be able to wear heels and have a guy not being shorter than them. Like, I don't wow. think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, so I, I would say that we were the same height when we wear when I wear heels. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Same, same, same height is okay. Same height is okay. That's fine. No, I'm, 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 like, so I'm not 5'10". that I wear heels much. I'm five ten, so I think with JoJo with heels. Kind I'm of about five ten or five eleven, and you're quite tall anyway, JoJo, aren't you? So yeah, five seven. Yeah, yeah. So, that's <laughs> I'm five two. Age. I'm five five. Yeah. So I'm five two, and my ex was probably my height. So oh, I've really? did what? really. My I'm not six foot. <laughs> I'm not. Anti- I'm not heightist, but um, <laughs> just putting it out I've there now. The, the level of like yeah. kind of like <laughs> comments you're going to get after My ex was six this. foot. <laughs> just saying, just saying, he was six foot. So it's, like it's that's social like condition mark. <laughs> He has this all sounds like a you know like roller coaster ride shit. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the little chart next to it. So like, I'm sorry, sir, you can't you can't go further than that. Um, That's a good idea. Actually, yeah. It's also very much like the bio data that we were talking about earlier. You know, when you have a rishta, you have like but, a setup for the family. There's all height yeah. and and degree. It's all is, yeah, absolutely. But I think the thing is, if you met somebody in real life that wasn't like tall but you vibed then you, that would go out the window you would forget yeah, oh, i want to talk to a guy if you met a guy that you vibed with that had everything that you wanted that would you forget about all of that yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, course, of course i i when i said the whole height thing i'm being very tongue-in-cheek because like, <laughs> to guys, just to kind just of get put wind that, that up back up being a wind it back up <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Just an interesting point, just like a, a question to you guys, to all of you. First date, right? Drinks or restaurant? Because I've had this conversation with my old ex and Jojo B as well, in terms of I, I've had my first date with one of my exes was drinks. But then she complained to me afterwards, like when we went had a proper relationship thereafter, like, why didn't you take me out for a meal on the first date? And I'm like, well, we had to see how it goes, obviously. And I'm like, if I'm going into it and like with a full meal and everything, and I absolutely can't stand you, then not only have I have a bad date experience, but obviously just paid for the bloody meal as well. So I've always kind of thought that drinks are a nice way to kind of set off that initial stage, you know, in terms of getting to potentially know someone. Mm. What are your thoughts on either of those experiences which would you prefer i think Priya can go first on this one okay <laughs> i think i well i i like to eat so i in an ideal world i would like drinks and food however i think what you say is is valid because you might be on a date and it's like no it's an absolute like, stinker no he might be five foot three <laughs> it's like no he's i need a, to get out of here he's having but to sit on a think, sit on a seat on, on yeah. his chair in order to get the same height as you my ex is so offended right now <laughs> okay. oh i don't no, know what a shame about, but... um drinks 
and then see how it goes yeah, food yeah, yeah. and or just get some like snacks get some like chips or some olives and stuff like if you're having drinks and like some nuts and some olives like that could work and mm. then de- depending on how things go you go oh so shall we go and get some food you know if, it's, if the conversation is going well you'll naturally know if you're going to go and get food yeah. if not it's kind of like chips on the way home done that many times as well classy yes i I remember so classy (laughs) kebab land in harrow (laughs) yeah (laughs) seems to be a regular spot for these things isn't it really Um, Um, i don't mind either actually i think um i I do a lot of vetting (laughs) pre-date because (laughs) my time is precious (laughs) generally (laughs) generally I want to spend some kind of time with that person, even if it's just on a friendly level. So I wouldn't mind dinner. Um, I if it's drinks, I think I think a good tip for guys would be if you feel like it's going well, then suggest dinner. Shall we grab something to eat? Like mm. wait till a second date because actually dating is so complicated now. And then you have that whole thing afterwards. Should I? Shouldn't I? When's the right time to get in touch? It's all rubbish. Just kind of seize the moment or be in the moment and say, oh, actually, this is going really well. Shall we have something to eat? If the other person says no, then fine. Okay. But it's okay to suggest it in that moment if you feel like things are going well. So I'm pretty open to either or. I don't think there's a right answer to this. I mean, or a wrong answer to this, probably, because for each person, it's going to be different. But definitely, if it starts with drinks, and you feel like it's going well, then suggest it, you know, and it, it shows her that you're interested as well. And that's what a woman would like to know, you know. It's not that she wants you to lead necessarily, she just likes to know that you're interested. Take some initiative, I guess. <laughs> that's it. Definitely. That, I think initiative is a very sexy thing. And Definitely. sometimes men don't take the initiative. Yeah. Um for me, I used to have a quite a very like a strict rule because a lot of my dating in the, in in my day was from my parents trying to constantly set me up with these men, <laughs> and and it got to a point where I'd be like, no, I don't want to talk to them, and my mom would be like, look, no, you can't just dismiss them from a phone call. You have to meet them. So I had the <laughs> drinks rule, um, yeah, strictly only drinks because the one or two times where I went for dinner, I remember this one particular time. I get it like being a this guy turned up like two hours late right and we booked a really he was like we're gonna eat because he's coming quite from quite far he's like let's eat and I was like okay so we went to this really fancy restaurant I was like you kept me waiting for two hours but going to a fancy restaurant and and then um and then he just didn't speak and then do you know what he did when he went home because I had to make all the conversation he went home and told his mom that I talked too much <laughs> oh, my God. Sure and, and then my mom before. was like why didn't you just let him speak and I was like mom he didn't speak I would ask him a question and he'd give me like a one word answer so then I'd have to fill the silence because he insisted on going to get food and so um I, like I, it was just so rude and I was like after that I was like 100% I'm never going on a date first date for a meal ever again oh, <laughs> drinks yeah. only uh so I was very strict on that rule but even works. drinks like it shouldn't be I, I had I have a really bad dating experience where it was a setup a blind date like fully blind date we weren't given each other's numbers until like 10 minutes before we were going to meet and um we were told to remove our whatsapp profile pictures I didn't by the way um and um, we he chose the place he chose I don't know uh, it's called Pearl Bar it's like super expensive mm-hmm. and we went there Oh, oh, I got there and he was already there drinking a drink. I got there. He clearly wasn't interested in me. I wasn't interested in him. You know, instantly. Yeah, absolutely. He literally made no effort to have a conversation. I did. Um, we got a couple of drinks. The whole time he was on his phone and um, he said it was a work. It was, yeah, but there was no reception in there. It was un- it's an underground <laughs> bar. He's playing Candy Crush. <laughs> He's playing Snake. <laughs> yeah. And then afterwards, like, I'm happy to buy my way. I'm happy to buy rounds of drinks. But if you're going to be an ass about it, sorry, but if you're going to be an ass, then don't choose a fancy bar in the first place. Absolutely. Yeah. He had a lot more to drink before I got there. And then he split the bill. <gasps> what? Oh, the rude. Rude. And, then, and then he was like, um, uh, the only conversation he managed to have is like, 
you know, everybody tells me I look like a celebrity. Who do you think I look like? And I knew he was going to say this name, um, but I deliberately didn't say it. I said, I have no clue. And um, he said, oh, Who was the celebrity? Abhishek Bachchan. He thought, oh, no. Why did I have okay. that name in my head? I don't know why I had that name in my head. Stop. Um, yeah but we we both got outside and said it's not gonna happen but he was awful just awful pearl is really expensive i've had cocktails there it's very expensive so expensive good cocktails so okay so an interesting point made there by you being out in terms of first date and the bills and splitting the bill i know like you know the courteous thing is for the gentleman to pay um but are you is this something that you guys are open to in terms of splitting bills and things like that in this day yeah. and age or do you still yeah understand? absolutely yeah 100 and i think Good. most women feel that way genuinely i think it's an i think it's an old wives tale that women want a man to pay for them most women can handle themselves and you know especially if you're more data whatever we you know we have our own jobs and our own lives and we can handle ourselves it's a nice gesture if a guy does and it yeah. shows of interest or kind of just it's just nice but yeah I will always offer to buy rounds not just offer I will actually buy rounds or I will split the bill no, no problem at all very good very good I prefer low-key places for like first time anyway so um, yeah the junction is. <laughs> junction <laughs> in Harrow <laughs> back to kebab land again I guess I'm on the way, That's it. On the way back um and very lastly uh before i let you guys go um the whole traditional aspect of introductions versus the world of like online dating and stuff have you either of you had any kind of experiences with being introduced through family and meeting people that way potentially um i i've had a couple um there was a guy that I met in my 20s and we dated for a little while. It just didn't work out. Uh, we were just weren't right for each other. And then I, a while back, I got rejected by someone I didn't even speak to. Someone was like, oh, there's this guy. Oh, like, I was like, I'm not interested, but just to like show you guys up, I'll speak to him. And then he's like, no, I don't want to meet anyone. So I'm like, fine. Oh, and then I went on a date with this. You. He just rejected the idea yeah. of meeting anyone. Yeah, but he re- I felt very rejected in that situation. <laughs> and then I went on a date with this one guy who was wearing more jewelry than I was. Big up. Wow. You went on a date with Mr. T. <laughs> Mr. Oh my God, such a Mr. T. And that that's my experience of setups and nice. never. I got rejected once after my mom made me send a picture to someone, and then I never heard anything back from them. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh no! <laughs> I sent a nice picture to this guy that rejected me as well, and my mom said, "Oh, that's a that's like an extra nice picture." Like, I was yeah. like, "Yeah, of course, I'm gonna have a good picture." I had a no introduction rule. Like, I used to warn my parents before we went to weddings and stuff, and just do not go there. Kind of rule. Um, it happened on the odd occasion, but I have a very strong, obviously, opinion about this. Um, I just feel like. In a time where, you know, we can independently meet people very comfortably, if a, if a guy is relying on his parents to set him up, I don't think he's going to be my kind of guy. Yeah, so for sure. that's kind of my approach to it. I don't, I, it's not something that I'm interested in. Um, and I haven't really dabbled in it. Probably. I did a couple of times and they were disasters, but no, <laughs> not well, you know what, ladies, it's been an absolute pleasure having you both on here, joining us here on the Native Immigrants. I, we thought this would be like a quick conversation about half an hour or so. <laughs> we have run... shit. That's, that's the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's been really fascinating. No, we have run the gamut in terms of both your experiences on the dating world. I hope by the end of this, people will still feel that, you know what, there is hope out there for people and there's a positive, positive energy. I know yes. amongst all the crass, unfortunately, that we see uh, on a day-to-day basis uh, across all social media including online dating 
there's still hope and gems out there uh, for anyone that is looking for love in this month of love and in we've itself. been t- talking to two gems today absolutely 100 oh, yeah. oh, nice. and there, there is hope out there i just want to say there, there are good people out there as long as you're over five foot eight so where can people find uh, both of you on social media go on being the first um, I'm B underscore underscore Rani on um, on Twitter and BBE3 on Instagram. Awesome. Priya? And I'm at Priya Mulji on Instagram and Twitter. Fantastic. Well, make sure you follow both of them. And be appropriate and be nice. Yes, indeed. <laughs> conduct yourself accordingly. Um, but we will be back next week as we continue on this month, the month of love. And it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for having Thank us. Yeah. Thank you. Thank and from you. myself, Swami Barakas. And me, Jojo B. We'll see you all next week, people. Peace. See ya.